Hey, hey, you. Yes, you. You. You are extraordinary. Hello, everybody, and it's Coach Adam here, and today I want to just discuss and possibly even tackle a very important topic um, that we see kind of sweeping through our globe. And uh, I don't particularly like the word. However, I think it's the most identified word. We'll discuss it as what it's known for, which is called bullying. Now, you know, what do I do with most things whenever I have a term as so profound as this? Is I, I go to uh, dictionary.com and I look up the definition for bullying. And it says it's a blustering, mean, or predatory person who, from a perceived position of relative power, intimidates, abuses, harasses, or coerces people, especially those considered unlikely to defend themselves. That's a pretty loaded definition, but but I really feel the key phrase was the last line where uh, considered unlikely to defend themselves. That's the, the people who they historically will bully. You know, before I even read that definition, one of the things that popped into my mind was People who bully, who, you know, show this uh, intimidation, abuse, harassment, whatever you may call it, they do it from a dominant position because they feel that they can and that others will allow it to happen. I wanted to deep dive a little bit further. And, and let me start off by saying this. I'm, I'm not a, a licensed professional psychologist. I have nothing professional as far as licensing. What I do have is uh, I'm a parent of four amazing children. I have been in the mentoring coaching field for for over 18 years. So, you know, one of the things I always do is I bring in a perspective that's kind of fresh and and unique. And the question, you know, I started off with right away was, why do people bully in the first place? And it's on every level. It's not just kids. I've seen it in professional careers. People who bully get attention from it. They do it with crowds or with a group of people because it's attention-seeking. They feel good that they've got an audience. And we all know that when you create an audience, you set up the ability to view and be in the audience and clap and cheer and uh, give feedback, you know, we'll say. So when a bully knows that uh, they have an audience or they have a cheering section, we'll say, it inspires them and it motivates them to to do it even more. The second notion is, is popularity. They feel they become popular with that same group of people or even others. It gives them a false identity, right? That they're popular by bullying, harassing, making fun of, dominating someone or someone else, right? And here's a third thing that's probably very unique. It's a lack of love, right? And I know that's a bold term and a bold phrase for me to say, but, you know, I always say love can't be defined. When a parent hugs a child you know, you see a lot of student athletes who perform at a high level and a coach at the end of the career gives them a, a good hug to let them know they've appreciated their years. There's value in that. There, there's a lot of value in that. So you can't define love, but we know what it is. And it's a feeling that's undeniable. Having said that, I firmly feel that people bully because they're missing that love from somewhere else, whether it be home, the way they were raised, Maybe it was a significant other that they were dating. Somewhere in their their thinking process, feel that, well, because I don't have it, other people shouldn't feel it either. And I know that's a stretch, but but I do feel that there's a number of people who bullied me over the years and put me down. And I do feel is because they didn't have love themselves. 
So they wanted to give what they only knew, which is harassment and intimidation and abuse. They want you to feel their pain, right? They want to spread out the pain that they're going through. And it's unfortunate, but it's true. Rather than ending it and, and stopping the pain and, and, and transforming it and using it to something more effective, I call it love, they just feel like they're going to extend their pain. And at some level, they also just want to feel valued and important. And if they can bully, harass, intimidate other people, and it subconsciously makes them feel valued and important, well, then that's what they know and that's what they'll do. So when others bully you, especially through their words, whether it be in social media, via internet, whenever they use words at all to bully you, you have to remember, you hold accountability from this standpoint. By letting it affect you, by allowing them their words to affect you, you're basically saying, your opinion of myself means more than mine. Now, I really want you to think about that. If you really are confident about how you see yourself, your opinion of yourself, who you think you are. You're not going to let other people's opinion of you, their harassment, their gifts of anger, you're not going to let it get to you because you value your opinion of yourself, who you feel you are more than theirs. I always love the phrase, your opinion of me is none of my business. And, And I live by that. Good or bad, however you look at it, whatever you have to say, I know how I feel about myself and the confidence I have in my own abilities and you know where I've been and more importantly where I where I am now. I don't really need your opinion. If it's valuable feedback and it's stuff that I can use to grow, yeah, yeah, I'll entertain it because I, I want to grow continually. But if, if it's negative or harmful in any way, I I just don't even let that in. And I and I always use the metaphor of, you know, a ship in the ocean cannot sink because it displaces water. That's what it does on a daily basis. Uh, It travels by displacing water. And a ship on the ocean cannot sink if water doesn't get into the hull. So if water doesn't get inside, it won't sink. Well, it's the same with you. You can't emotionally sink unless you let their water in. You know, their, their hatred, their bitterness, their intimidation, their abuse. If you don't let that in, it can't sink you. And... We do have experiences where where people will cross the line and they'll say very harmful, very abusive, repeated things over and over again. Well, you know, let me tell you and remind you that even the, the United States Special Forces, who are amongst the most elite soldiers in the world, they operate in teams. They never operate individually. It's always with teams. They're only as effective as their team. If somebody continually or someone's cross the line, verbally, physically, emotionally, however it may be, you have to invoke your team, right? Your parents, your your, your siblings, teammates if you you participate in athletics, classmates if if you know you have those at school that you really trust. You have to invoke your team because your team is the ones that are going to have your back, and they're the ones that are going to work with you effectively to get through it and how to handle it effectively. Also, with that, you also know that with repeated abuse, mentally, verbally, physically, however it, it may be happening. It is okay to not feel okay. If it gets you to the point where you're at a breaking point, it's okay to not feel okay. This just means you have to be strong and reach out for help. All right. This is when you invoke the aid of uh, professionals. There are counselors, there are uh, social workers, there are your parents, there are teachers, there are coaches out there who absolutely care about you and your well being. 
it is okay to not feel okay. And if you're emotionally drugged down and feel like you're being dominated, especially by other people who are doing this, get help. You are stronger by asking for help. We talked about your team, right? You are stronger for asking for help than you are trying to tackle it alone and making an unwise decision. It is okay to not feel okay and being emotionally drawn down. That's when you seek help because that shows how strong you are when you do seek help. What I will tell you is over the years when I've been harassed or had certain experiences happen to me, and I developed what's called a mental immunity. And by understanding my strength, which was in my mind, and overcoming their harassment, their abuse, their attempts at intimidation, I developed, you know, it's kind of like a vaccine. And we look at what's going on with COVID today. Uh, You take the vaccine, so you are immune to COVID, uh, or you build immunity towards it, right? I'm not in the medical field, so I can't speak on, on what it does specifically. But what I will say is, Similar to a physical vaccine, you can give yourself a mental immunity by developing resistance to how you handle and, and getting stronger. So when you build this mental immunity, what you do in time, not only do you mentally and physically get stronger from it, but you teach others how to become mentally and physically strong and immune to what they're going through. They get with their team for guidance. They seek help from people that will give them valuable feedback and help them transform this into something that they can build a mental immunity towards. That's what you're going to do is you're going to teach them how you did it. And that, again, speaks volume of your character and what you're capable of. And here's the last thing I'm going to give you. Once you build that mental immunity and you teach them how to overcome it, you then can teach what real love is, how to forgive, how to move forward, how to look at people with your extraordinary eyes and soul to realize you would never say something to demean or harass or intimidate them because they are extraordinary and you see it in them. So you grow with love and then you teach with love which is the opposite of what happened to you. And sometimes it's hard to go with what you're going through and experience everything you're going through. But understand, when you teach love and the mental immunity in time, it shows how powerful and how strong you are as opposed to everything you went through. And love is the answer. How you define it is up to you, but it's an undeniable feeling And when you have it, all you want to do is teach it, just like I do. This is Coach Adam with CoachAdam34.com. Thank you so much for listening this week. And remember, teach with love. Be extraordinary. Hey, hey, you. Yes, you. You. You are extraordinary.